Amy, on this podcast, we try to always offer useful takeaways. And if you learn nothing else from us, learn this useful parenting lesson by Pampers Cruisers 360. Pampers Cruisers 360 are the ultimate parent hack, the best diaper to use as soon as your baby starts standing or walking. Instead of ordinary diaper tabs, they have a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband that moves with your wild child. Pampers Cruisers 360 makes it so easy to change your baby. Who probably doesn't stop moving just because they need a diaper changed? Just slide on to apply and away they go. And fear not, parents. Pampers Cruisers 360 offers an up to 100% leak-free fit, and they just got even better with a new blowout barrier. Need we say more? For Trusted Protection Trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Then redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupons, savings, and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question comes from a listener in our Facebook group who said, I'd love ideas on how to get your child to engage in normal back and forth conversation with adults. My four-year-old won't respond to extended family or other adults when they try to talk to her. No hello, no thank you, etc. If the adults engage and play with her, then she will be very chatty. But this morning, she wouldn't respond when her own father said good morning. This is probably totally age-appropriate, and she's a happy, well-adjusted kid, but she struggles with this. I've been trying to practice and prep her with how to respond before events, but that hasn't made much progress. Any advice would be welcome. I agree with you. This is completely age-appropriate, and I also think this is worth setting some standards around, so let's discuss. This advice I'm about to give is definitely not for kids who are non-neurotypical. In the past, those kids might have been told or their parents might have been told to sort of force eye contact, and that's obviously not the right answer. This is also not advice for kids who have selective mutism, who literally cannot speak around adults who are not familiar to them and who should not be forced to do so. But we know in this case, neither of those things are true because your child is able to chat with these same adults half an hour later when they're playing with her and the person she's having a hard time saying good morning to in your example is her own dad. This goes two ways, and the adults that are in your kid's life, including you, can put some support and love and understanding around this. I had a child who was slow to warm up at his own grandmother's house, and my mother told me that she saw that in this child, and she would let my child sort of exist in this new space for a few minutes before she would approach this grandchild and say, like, hello, it's so nice to see you. And then she'd get a hug, and then she'd get a smile. And this was something my mother saw that this kid needed. It wasn't something that I told her to do. It wasn't something that I even perceived. She perceived it and she provided it. So if you're hearing from parents and adults in your children's lives, why won't she say hello to me? A little coaching on their end can go a long way that she will play with them. She's just a little slow to warm up because if she's playing with grandma 20 minutes after you get to grandma's house, on the one hand, you know, what's the big deal? But on the other hand, what's the big deal about just saying good morning back to somebody who says hi to you, right? It's part of living in this world. It is definitely something that will make your kid's life easier if she can do it. If it doesn't feel like a big thing, I'm about to enter a room and I have to lock down against what if somebody says something to me and I don't want to answer them. She might be entering a new space with her defenses up a little bit. So I think you're also right that you want to prep and role play with her at home. See if you can make it a game. 
maybe let your child go first. I'm thinking maybe dad enters the room, your daughter says something and he has to answer. And maybe it's good morning. And maybe it's goober Minecraft. And he has to say it back goober Minecraft. And then she'll laugh. But you'll have the game that when somebody says something, you have to repeat it back to them because that's what people do. Let her be in charge of it. Maybe also it's a matter of talking ahead of time about how excited these adults in her lives are to see her. And if when Nana says hi, if you can say hi, Nana, and give Nana a hug, then you're free to go play. Then you are off the hook. Then you can go off for 20 minutes and you don't have to listen to the grown-ups talking the whole time. Another idea is to let the kid plan ahead questions that they might want to ask the adult. So then when they get peppered with house school, what do you want for Christmas, all that kind of stuff, that they're ready with something else they might want to talk about. It's another version of making your kid feel in charge in this environment instead of having to respond. Maybe even prepping her to come in saying, hi, Nana, and not even waiting for the other person to do it, just getting it out of the way by going first. That might be another way to give your child more confidence. All that being said, having a child that is slow to warm up, but who does warm up is definitely, in the scheme of things, not that big a deal. It's definitely something to help them develop skills around because it will give them more confidence. It's definitely something to support. It's definitely something to help the other adults in your life help her with, but there is growth. My slow to warm up kid is not four years old anymore. And my slow to warm up kid knows how to do this, even if it's never as easy as it is for the super outgoing kids. That's okay. And I think you're a great mom for looking at this closely. Send us your parenting questions and we might answer yours next. Email us questions at whatfreshhellpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact impended. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talk to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Well, hey there, Busy Mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? 
My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.